I had a customer question. Emailed us, and it was a number of questions, actually. And I think he was a doctor, but he said he's not really, he's getting into audio, right. high-end audio. And anyway, one of the things he had asked was um, about aging. And uh, specifically, one of the questions was, do we take into account in designing headphones age? And I mean age of an individual, not the headphone or yeah, the, right. Right. you know. So, yeah, and it's like, well, that's kind of a good question. And there was other there was other things surrounding age, like, you know, do people, do their taste vary with age and all that stuff. So it, it is a, age is an all-encompassing topic mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. A little bit of a discussion here. Yeah. So to start off with, I think, yes, you do need to tend to consider age and how that affects the person and their wishes, desires, buying choices, and things like that. Because, of course, when you're designing a product, if you can make whatever, you try to make a thing that the person you expect to buy your product is going to really like. And it turns out that humans do change in preferences and also their physical response as they age. Well, not only that, from individual to individual, you have varying tastes. Right. So, and I guess you could say... See, that's the secret sauce. If you can make a speaker or a headphone that appeals to a majority of age groups, then I'd say you're doing something pretty good, pretty right, you know, versus trying to tailor it for a specific group. Like, like for, whatever, for example, let's, look at, let's talk about age first. Like what typically what happens when you age is your, your highs roll off, your hearing rolls off in the upper frequencies. Right. You can't hear it. And I mean, I remember I can hear 20 kilohertz probably a little above that when I was 18 or 16, right? Or, or even probably 20. Yeah. I used to, I mean, I, I worked with the gear that produced tones back right. then, so it was easy to test. And I'm like, you remember how you, when you guys were young, it would be annoying as piss. Oh, yeah. You hit that 16, 18K range. Uh, I mean, like, it doesn't oh, take terrible. much. No, yeah. Right. You know? Tube TVs. Yeah. Like back when that was a thing, you walked by a wall of them and it's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I wouldn't go near the corner. I remember the one target. Yeah. There was a corner where they had all the TVs. I wouldn't want to be aisles away because it was so loud. Right. And people would just stand right next to the yeah, TVs right. and – they wouldn't have any problem, but it was painful. Yeah. With like mm-hmm. 50 TVs next to each other. Yeah. And I mean, and that's the thing, you know, when you're younger, you hear, I mean, can you imagine when you're two, you're not oh, paying yeah. attention, that's but the thing. Yeah. yeah, it must be annoying as piss. You wonder why your kid's crying. It's because your Sony TV is screaming over there in the living That's right. <laughs> but it's true though. I mean, you know, at the young age, you hear everything, you know? And well, that's the thing. Well, pets back in the day, that is like, they would be hearing it their whole life. True. They'd hear these TVs and stuff. Yeah. You're <laughs> driving your cat and dog yeah. nuts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they probably I guess they get, get used to it. They yeah. probably get tone deaf. Yeah, maybe I don't know if that happens to them, but with people, you you hear the same tone over and over, and at some point, yeah, your brain just gets so accustomed to it, you don't really hear it so yeah, like much. Filter it out anymore. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah. So the deal is, is as you age, that ability to hear the high frequencies, I guess the eardrum, the it gets becomes less compliant. Whatever happened to bones in your inner ear? There's physical, physi- physiological changes that occur, where. You, your frequency response rolls off as you get older. And it doesn't take much. I mean, probably by the time you're in your 20s, you probably can't hear that TV anymore. Maybe your late 20s. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can't hear that 16 kilohertz or 15.3, whatever it's 15 point. I forget what the Something oscillating. Like that. That, yeah. Flat screens don't have that anymore. Right. The point is you start to hear less of it over time to a point where it doesn't even, you don't really notice it at any distance, you know? And, um, and it, it's it's natural, uh, and that's the way it is. So you could say that at a younger age, you're more particular 
to the system or the headphone you're listening to. It's more critical that you get it right because it tends to be that people are more sensitive to the higher frequencies. And you get this interesting predicament where oftentimes the people designing and testing the stuff, if they're listening to it, uh, they're probably going to have a worse response than younger people because they're more likely to be older. So to you, it might sound fine, but to a lot of younger people, they may think, oh, it's really annoying, or mm-hmm. I don't like how sharp or sibilant or harsh or whatever it is. And um, that's where it gets a little bit more difficult because a lot of times people will also incorporate styling choices to try to meet their design or target goals for an audience. And if you're making a headphone for young people specifically, people probably don't generally take that into account. Probably not. Probably not. But generally speaking, if you're in the high end, you, you should. Um, and it is a consideration because if you're targeting a particular group or you think more likely than not younger people or older people are going to buy it, it matters. If you want them to really like it, if you want to stand out as the best product, these things do matter. And you do need to take it into account. Uh, you need like a six, 15, 16-year-old on staff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you, but you need to keep getting new ones, right? That's the They'll trouble. You've got to freshen them up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just give it to your little kid at home and see I if know. he winces every time a song comes on. <laughs> right. But again, they're not going to be a little forever. Yeah, well, that's true. It is a conundrum, though, because naturally, the, especially in the high end, the important thing is their experience. And you tend to not have a great deal of experience when you're younger, of course. So it's a difficult thing to ensure that you're making a product that appeals to younger people, the types of music that they would listen to. And you, know, you, you don't have any treble sensitivity issues. And of course, these things continue to evolve and, and change over time. So it's see, an ever-moving target. We're fortunate at our price points where we don't really consider five-year-olds or 10-year-olds. Ten, ten <laughs> yeah, even, right. That's very know, our, our average age, age group is probably somewhere around 34 to 50. Uh, 54, you know, that 20 years, as I said, yeah. mid-30s to mid-50s where people can afford the products we make. So we already kind of know at that point they're probably not hearing above 15 kilohertz anyway. <laughs> probably not. But, <laughs> yeah, know? but that's intrinsic in the design. You know it's very yeah. unlikely you're going to have someone that's 14 years old buying a $5,000 headphone, and that's just the reality of it. Yeah. So that doesn't mean that they don't matter, but if you're going to target a change or adjustment towards the bulk of your audience – it's less of a consideration. Now, when you look at most higher-end companies' frequency responses, um, you know, the the tendency is to roll off below, yeah. above about to probably 10 kilohertz or so. So the reality of it is you, you're not going up. Your, your headphone isn't getting louder as you go above right. 10 kilohertz. It's going the other way. And mm-hmm. it's kind of done on purpose so that there, if someone does have sensitivities to those higher frequencies or someone younger is listening – you know, it's it's not annoying. It's it's of proper balance. So, you know, it's kind of baked into people who know what they're doing in terms of you know creating yeah. these headphones. Well, so. I guess on the other end though, bass. You know, everybody could hear bass. Well, right. So that's universal. Well, as you get older, you tend to want more of that because mm. well, preferences you definitely know, change. You know, so that that's something. Yeah, people key in on more than anything. You know. Yep, because of course we go to trade shows. We talk to people, of course, at trade shows, and it is interesting to try to correlate um, age and preferences um, to what they say anecdotally about a headphone, because um, there does seem to be some correlation, but I have to get a little bit more data on that one to really make a, a good spectacle out of it. Well, I, I always remember there was one guy that came into our room, I think it was in Denver, yeah, and he's like, first thing he said right out of the gates, he's like, 
I can't hear above eight nine k, right? Uh huh. And he's like, so I I don't care if it's bright, doesn't matter to me. That's he started out with that. And we're like, well, that's cool. Yeah, it's like okay, because it ain't. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. But, yeah. yeah, I guess he, he led with that, though. Like, I guess he ran into this. Yes, yeah. and we had several people come through that said they have significant hearing damage. And, in fact, they would prefer to have massively accentuated treble. We had somebody that asked us, I think it was actually the same show, that said, do you have something that's super bright? No. Because I can't hear. Right. And I would like to be able to. Yeah. Mm. I'd like to exaggerate. Yeah, and the it. answer is we don't do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. We just don't do that. To EQ you know, that, up all the <laughs> Yeah. But that's what you do. I mean, obviously, if you're looking for something like that, right, EQ is your friend. I mean, it wouldn't, I don't think it would be harmful in terms of a headphone to EQ the living hell out of the highs. You know, I wouldn't that's do that with a loudspeaker or speakers because you'll be popping tweeters. Mm. But with a headphone, it's probably not an issue. You know, but you, again, even then, I guess you got to watch it. I mean, if you're trying to hear something that you plain old can't hear, yeah. like if you're hearing it's 30 dB old. down and you're boosting 30 dB, well, you're going to fry gonna something. You're running out of power at some point, you know. So, yeah, you got to watch it no matter what. So I got to – I guess I should pre – I should – what What do you call that? Put a little disclaimer up? Mm. Yeah, disclaimer. Don't EQ anything above about 8 to 10 dB. Yeah. 30 <laughs> dB. Yeah, you need to go 30 dB. Yeah. It's not going to happen. You're going to run out of steam. The amp's going to run out. You're going to have all kinds of problems. You may not even hear the problem you're having. <laughs> you know? Yeah, bad formula. Yeah. But there definitely seems to be a bit of merit to making accommodations to try to tailor to your audience. And I think most people do. I know we do. Well, there's another factor here that's involved. And, I mean, you don't really know this until you reach – until you reach an older age. And, but experience level plays a huge part in what you're hearing. Uh, let me explain that. Um, if you're accustomed to listening to the good stuff, and, you know, I mean, you know, just in terms of having a nice natural balance to sound, right? Uh, you know, mids are in proper proportion to the bass and the highs and, you know, you got it. You're used to a good system. It's kind of like you know, being accustomed to good food, good wines, whatever. You know, you you reach a, a level where, you know, as you get older, you just know that you know that sound, and when you, it, it doesn't matter whether you hear highs or not. All right, it doesn't matter what you are hearing. You perceive, even though you don't hear the highs, you're still perceiving them. You, there is perception involved with that. It's kind of like, you know, they talk about where people can hear, people can't hear above 20 kilohertz, so to speak, which yeah. you can barely hear above 15. Yeah. But po the point is, they, but yet for some reason, when they put like um, super tweeters and stuff that do beyond 20K kilohertz, for some reason, people seem to be affected by it. They, they perceive something. You know? It's more of like a feeling instead of a hearing. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and there's still, there's people still looking into that, you know, guys that know more, more than we do about it are trying to figure that out. But the bottom line is it's, it's that the typical brain ear interface doing it's what it does, where it's, you know, it's, fit, it's sorting out the environment for you. And you, you do, even though you're, you've grown accustomed to not hearing that over time, something's happening in there, right? Anyway, bottom line is that that's kind of the way it is as you get older is that, um, you know, you still perceive good sound, uh, whether you hear the top end or not. And so, you know, if you gave somebody a pair of who's used to good audio and you gave them a pair of Beats, they would still think it wouldn't be anywhere near as good as a, a high-end set of headphones on a nice system. And it's, it's really, it's, you learn good, good taste is what it is. So, you know, so, I mean, that's kind of answers the question in terms of aging, you know, where mm -hmm. you say, well, you know, does it matter? But I, basically, I think that's kind of a, 
when some people are going after, well, but I'm old now, so does it really matter? Yeah. You know, that I get a good headphone or whatever. Yeah, sure. It's the same thing. I think that one is an overwhelming yes. Yeah. But the reality is it is incredibly difficult to definitively say how much it matters um, since it really is hard to reverse aging. So it's very hard to say, okay, now this is what it sounds like to me at this age. Now let's go back 30 or 40 years and see. Mm. What's the problem? It's such a slow... Gradual change. You don't even notice. Very, very hard to record that with absolute certainty. Well, plus your tastes are changing. Well, that too. Yeah. So, but well, the equipment's changing. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> so everything's changing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even if you had the same system you had when you I were, I mean, you could twenty. Yeah. Chances are the amplifier filter caps are old now, and you know, you can't really say definitively that everything remains the same, even though it is just a speaker or a headphone. Yeah. You know, the driver might stiffen up a little bit, or they're on a the cone on a, on a woofer might vary in terms of how it moves, you know, on an older speaker. Now, some of them fall apart. They fall apart, yeah. <laughs> you know, so but there's things way, going on. Even if you came up with a speaker that lasted 10,000 years and you tried doing this testing, I think it would be near impossible to eliminate the human factor. I don't know how you would really do that. You couldn't. Yeah. Right? To ensure that this person has exactly the same preferences, opinions, feelings, tastes, and whatnot 40 years later. Yeah. Impractical. And you won't. I mean, I can tell you right now, you won't. Not, you know, it don't matter how hard you try, you know, it doesn't work like that. Well, yeah. and on an you individual know. basis, does it really even matter? Because to you, if it sounds good, it sounds good, right? Right. <laughs> so, so that's what I was getting. That's the bottom line. Yeah. And we see people at shows that are a very wide range of age. Um, we've seen frequently, we've seen people that are, you know, 16, 17, 18, all the way up to 60s, 70s, 80s. And we've talked to quite a few of them. And from my experience, overwhelmingly, there doesn't seem to be that wide of a discrepancy. On average, you see a bit more enthusiasm with the young folks, which makes sense. Well, especially when they hear something they really like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I've, we've seen we had like their dads in there with their sons. And right. They'll, they'll sit them a down. New experience. Yeah, right. right. That's true. Yeah. But they'll put his music on. They'll throw up title and go, put something my son will like, you know. Mm -hmm. And the kid doesn't want to leave the booth, you know, and he, he, you could, he's just into it, you know, and that's. That's kind of cool, you know. That's that's kind of what it is about, you know. He and obviously it's working for the ten-year-old or the twelve-year-old just as much right. as it does for the father, who's right. in his thirties. So, um, you know, that's that's see that's design. Like that's that's what you're after in good audio design and good playback design, where you know you the music sounds like the music, mm -hmm. and, that, and that's really what we're keying in on. It's not, you know, we're all here. We are talking about the gear and how ears age and all this stuff. But the reality of it is we still want to hear the guitar like it's a guitar being played in front of us. We still want to hear a drum kit like it's a drum kit being played in front of us. And yep. that, we're after that. And the more you're accustomed to being able to hear that, I think the more, the closer you get to it, the more you understand it, and the easier it is for you to pick out when it's real. It's kind of like that old commercial, is it live or is it Memorex? Mm. You know? Yeah, I think that type of, discussion is a little bit lost on people um, because so commonly, especially the audiophiles, they seem to always uh, focus on the gear and changes and things like that. And they're always trying to make things better, which is a noble goal. However, the goal always should be to make the gear not matter because it's good enough that you can't tell it's there effectively. Yeah. Right? For most people, I do think that's the goal. It just, after 20 years of not achieving it, it's hard to really kind of understand. Right. You got to rock through a lot of gear to get where you really want to be. The ultimate end game is 
elusive. I mean, even if you have the ability to get gear all day, you know, had the money or, you know, you're in the industry, it's yeah. it's even harder then, right? It's worse. It's It kind of is worse. Because now you have, you specifically know what you're looking yeah. for. And it's a bitch to find it's that. It's sort of worse. You yeah. know, yeah. it's worse. But Especially you, if you have access to very expensive high-end stuff, um, then now your range is wide. Because to some extent, not being able to afford $50,000 amps and stuff like that limits your selection to make it a little bit easier, right? Yeah. right? You, then you look for the value and things like that, which sort of narrows it down to make it almost easier. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in the end, it does, the choices are slimmer and slimmer. Like, you know, I mean, we used to do, you and me used to do shows back in the day. We'd do Rocky Mountain. We did CES and the two channel rooms. We used to do speakers back in the day before we made headphones. And, you know, we'd walk around when we got a break. We'd walk around from room to room and check out all everyone's room. And we're talking, we're talking a 150 rooms. It's yeah. not like there's a lack of systems to listen to. Right. And I mean, probably within an hour, you could cover half of that if you're experienced. You pop your head in while the track's playing, you know right away. I mean, you know, give well, it or take. The, the problem with that is, though, you don't know what is the problem because then there's so many components and everything. So. And you don't care because <laughs> yeah, you ain't right. got that's the time a, to figure yeah, yeah, that out. Yeah, that's the problem. You know, I mean, that's yeah. the job of the pros that are doing that room. If they yeah. if they didn't set it up right, you know, yeah. bad shame on them. <laughs> But um, you know, yeah. You, so you know, it's easy to blame stuff. Agreed. It might, it might. You don't know what it is in the room. Right. Speakers, the amps. The, Hell, it could be the room. Yeah, it could be the <laughs> could be some guy's customer's request that came in and played play this track for me, and yeah. you know they knew better, but that's mm -hmm. that's what the guy wanted to hear. So, but bottom line, none of this really matters because in the end, that's the problem when you're in a hurry trying to cover that much, and that's kind of neat thing about CanJam. It's it's big enough, but it's not that big. Yeah, you can cover the whole thing. It's not a CES. Right. You know, it's not Rocky Mountain. It's achievable. It's not to six hear floors there. of freaking hotel rooms. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, bottom line, yeah. Don't worry about aging. Let it roll. Get the good stuff. Enjoy it. In fact, in an earlier age, the good stuff will teach you. Will teach you. They, it'll actually educate you as to what the sound should sound like. And you're on a far better path early on than you would be. Well, otherwise. Yeah, that is true because uh, usually every show, one or two people would say, it's like, ah, oh, now I've got to go home and listen to what I normally listen to. Yeah, right. It's like, yeah. yeah. It is a bummer. <laughs> but you, because you know what that sounds like, right? Yeah. And once then, you get it. Yeah. And once you get it in your head, it's tough to get rid of it. You suddenly realize it what is, balance yeah. is like, you know, and, you know, and that's actually a good thing. It's not, so, it's not something you should fear. It is what it is, it's, you know, but uh, anyway, yeah, that's about it. If you got any questions, email us. T-O-T-L for top of the line at abyssheadphones.com, T-O-T-L. And, you know, we haven't mentioned in a while, but we have a podcast, audio-only podcast, that's on all of your popular channels, mm -hmm. Apple Music and all that. If you just go, hey, Siri, play Abyss top of the line podcast, which now everyone's Siri oh. is going to be playing it. <laughs> but, iPhones on. Yeah, iPhones are all going. But, yeah, I mean, if guys want to listen to some of our stuff on there, that's all on there. And um, mm -hmm. we're actually look, we're working on getting Dolby Atmos on there. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Progress, yeah, big secret. Yeah, it's a big secret. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. probably have to make a video about that. Yeah, oh, we will. Um, subscribe, people, subscribe, because there's always good stuff coming. So hit subscribe, thumbs us up. Take care, everyone. Thank you.